Hey everybody, welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Nerdy Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. With me today is Will. Hey everybody. And Bruce. Hey everyone. Okay, so we're doing a special one today. Uh, we were doing our Grindhouse series, but we're taking a quick little uh, head stop, and partially as a tribute to a, a recently departed fan of the show, Jeff. Uh, sure. Bruce, can you tell us a little about, about Jeff's request? Yep. So uh, I saw Jeff. Um, he's recently departed, as we said, uh, after a long battle with cancer. And in the midst of his illness, he spent time with me and made a plea that we just give Sharknado a chance. Uh, he said it really was better than I thought it would be. Um, and so uh, in honor of that request, here we are. Yeah, so that's right. We are covering from... 2013, a rare TV movie, but this did get a theatrical release because of the craziness involved in it. Yeah, starring Ian Ziering, Tara Reid, and a lot of that those guys, and including also Cousin Oliver from uh, uh, the uh, Brady Bunch. That's right. We're talking about Sharknado, the most epically discussed sci-fi original movie ever made. And I mean... I liked Snakes on a Plane, which I consider in the same box of this is a film that tells you what it is, and that's that's what this is. This is a box full of sharks and a tornado. Um, I would so just like I get... to go on record as saying that Snakes on a Plane is a goddamn masterpiece compared to this thing. <laughs> oh, wait, did I spoil my opinion on the movie early? My bad. Yeah, uh, so for... for uh... History's sake, okay, so if you are not familiar with the Sci-Fi <clears throat> Channel original movies, it's <clears throat> like the Disney Channel original movies, but also low-budget and stupid. So uh, the uh, pretty much for the entire history of Sci-Fi Channels and around, they've had these straight-to—these uh, I mean, would not even be straight-to-video kind of films— usually they'll feature somebody like Mark Hamill or, in this case, Ian Ziering. You know, there's always like a— C or D-list has been actor who will star in one of these and probably three or four soap actors trying to get something on the resumes. And uh, usually it's stuff like Boa or Python or Boa versus Python or, you know, Sharktopus. You know, they're, usually they're in the vein of Roger Corman films. And this is definitely in that vein. This is Sharknado. I would like to go on record as saying that Sharktopus is a goddamn masterpiece compared to this movie. Curse you, Sharktopus! Sharktopus is a much more fun movie. And honestly, it's a better example of this genre than... (sighs) My history with this movie is I saw that it was coming on the Sci-Fi Channel and went, no fucking way, that's gotta be a joke. And then it actually came out, and I was like, so that's a thing that happened. Um, So this movie is as old as my daughter is. Yes. My Um, son, Paul. It has not aged well. Oh uh, no! It gets worse than the sequels. Who really got? I, so I let's we'll come back to that. Put a pin in that. I have an opinion on the sequel because I have seen Sharknado two. I did not realize there was a Sharknado six. There is. Um, we will. Oh, yeah. I I highly doubt we will be watching that for this podcast, but. Lord knows we've done stupider shit. So back to this movie. Trust um, me, we will not do the rest of the shark news. So Bruce is correct. This did get a very limit, a very limited release into theaters. I think it was in like uh, two hundred, according to Wikipedia, 
it was in 200 theaters nationally. Tickets sold out, but it still was only like $200,000. Yeah, it was a midnight screening, and this was like weeks after it had been on television. It was like, it's. It was, you know, capitalizing on what was essentially can be described as Twitter craziness. Uh, so I'm an aficionado of schlock cinema. Uh, those of you who have listened to this podcast for a long time will understand that my taste towards movies runs a lot more towards the shit exploding or uh, Holy stupid, donuts. stupid shit happening genres of film. Um, I have been on record as saying that Robot Monster is one of my favorite movies of all time, and that remains true to this day. I would also like to go on record as saying that Robot Monster is a goddamn masterpiece compared to this fucking movie, Tom. Anyway, um, so I, I saw, never said this was a good movie. I, I said, saw this movie. Uh, I, I saw this movie for the Tartanado first time. Tornado three and four better. <laughs> I saw this movie when it came out in 2013. I don't think I saw it on the day it premiered, but I was visiting my parents um, to show them their new grandchild, and I, you know. Kids asleep, parents are asleep because they're old. I don't know anything else to do. It's like, oh yeah, Sharknado. That was a thing. Let's watch that. And so I watched it, and I remember thinking at the time, well, that was dumb, but it was kind of fun. Haha, ha, moving on. Upon rewatch, this movie is way worse than my memory of it is. <laughs> like, I love bad movies that are fun. Uh, I've seen The Room. If you haven't seen the room and you don't know what I'm talking about, it's oh hi Will, oh hi Mark, um, it's a fantastically, it's a fantastic watch. It's not a good movie, but it's like watching someone fail in literally the most spectacular. It's it's like watching a train wreck, but the train wreck is also covered in bees. It's it's amazing. Um, because you can't a you're like how do they even get bees on the train? And second, why are the bees on fire? And how have they not died? Um, and why and who put all the honey next to the tracks? <laughs> why is there honey on the track? Exactly, it's that <laughs> it's that kind of film. Uh, Sharknado wishes it could be that kind of film, and you can see moments of it kind of shining through in some of the really really stupid parts of this film, particularly towards the end. But the beginning of this film, first of all, the opening, the opening little vignette might as well be from a completely different movie. Like 100 yeah. percent. You could just call it as like it could have been a trailer for another shark movie in a shark <laughs> parody version of this, because I would have just called it, you know, fantastic and uh, fantastic shark revenge, because it is the idea is they're hunting sharks for their fins for shark fin soup, which is illegal. But people pay a lot of money for it because lots of reasons, yada, yada, yada. They're on the boat. The deal goes bad. Sharks eat the people. And scene. It has nothing to do with the rest of the film other than there are sharks in it. Bad CGI sharks, to say the least. And lots of stock footage. So, so much stock footage. Yes. And then the movie glorious proper starts up. Yeah. <laughs> what? This is, I would say this is very glorious stock footage. You know, they, there is they so make much sure to get... stock footage. But like the stock footage half the time isn't even – like they play the same stock footage repeatedly. Uh, yes. Like there's a bird that gets eaten like five times. There's a shark with two remoras that faces the camera menacingly for a moment and then turns away. And you see that shot, that specific shot, a bunch of times. Um, anyway, so now we're on a beach and there's some eye candy. And then there's some more eye candy, and then we have the old guy from Beverly Hills 90210 is in there, and some British guy who's his friend, apparently. And there's some more eye candy, and then apparently they're going to go surfing. Then we cut to a bar for some reason, 
and yeah. there's talking and a woman has a scar and she doesn't want to talk about it. She says she cut herself shaving. Everyone knows it's bullshit. There's a drunk old man. Yeah, it's typical it's the dad movie. from um, it's it's clearly the the dad from Home Alone. Is there's they're not even trying to cover up. This is what he's reduced to. Yeah, he's clearly the dad from Home Alone. He's like, ah, my wife and kids, I hate them. Why do you live in Beverly Hills? Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. And then a whole bunch of CGI occurs and it starts eating people, and the movie degrades from here. Yes. Uh, basically, the plot of it is a storm picks up all those angry sharks, and Hurricane David was formed and dumped them into Los Angeles. And keep and because LA is a terrible town that never can handle you know any kind of bad weather, uh, floods and the sharks go around and start eating people. And, and when, when uh, you drop on, a shark, it always lands mouth first. The maw lands is how they lead. Yeah. Well, sharks are just the cats of the sea. Um, yeah, <laughs> they always land mouth first. Yeah, multiple different types of sharks too. It's not just it's not just stocks like jaws. It's you know they they do put a lot of different types of sharks in this. So I give them a little credit. So I, guess I, I don't give them any credit because they clearly just grabbed whatever shark footage they could get and then oh, just bought a bunch of off the shelf CGI shark models and crammed them in. So to give them credit, like they even say, "Oh, this is a tiger shark," and you're like, "Yeah, they're not necessarily found this far inland." And nope. it's amazing how well these giant majestic creatures can operate <laughs> in about four inches of water. I mean, and I love how the storm is so patchy. There's literally a scene where they're driving and there's an interior shot of the car. The windshield wipers are going. There's, you know, the, the, someone's got a hose and is spraying the set with it. Yeah. And then it cuts and like the, the the car is making like a right turn or something and the street is completely dry and there's like a filter over it. So it's a bright sunny day and you can tell but they've just put kind of a shade filter on the camera and it looks awful. And they do this in a lot of places, particularly yeah. when there's like running So anyway, Will, Will, I'm starting to believe you enjoyed this film. Enjoy is not a word I would use. Um so I I did speak to my wife about this movie because i was like we watched this right she's like yeah we were drunk i was like ah that's probably why i enjoyed it um <laughs> I, i'm just i mean i can wait did I can, you approach this sober this time oh yes i watched this movie sober uh stone fucking cold sober by the way god yeah I'm we should point out this movie aired like eight o'clock at night on a saturday night which yeah uh, i know they aired on thursday nights for like five three separate weeks in a row during like prime time, which was impossible for anyone to watch, but because of the crazy uh, hype on or n bad hype on it, people just kept like the ratings kept getting higher every time they reran it. So, but yeah, it, when it was released in theaters, they released it at a midnight screens at theaters that had alcohol. So, yeah, there are, I, sure I can... there was more than alcohol ingested by some of the people who watched this movie in the theaters. So anyway, so anyway, the the storm hits and the dude's out surfing and see, he's flirting with this girl and she gets eaten by a shark and he really just doesn't seem to care. In fact, his whole emotional range is basically dull surprise and dull angry surprise. And that's yeah. You that's, guys didn't call me. That's there's not there's not much range on the actresses and actors is what I'm saying. They're all kind of stiff and bad. And honestly, this may be Tara Reed's best performance <laughs> because everyone else is so bland and dull. She just sort of fits right in and, you know, is playing to the standard of the rest of the cast. And yeah. she does a good job at being completely boring while also being a Karen. 
And I'm like, I'm. This was before Karen was even a epithet. So you know, here we go. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of it predates a lot. Oh of God, Sharknado is responsible for it. Anyway, um, surprised we yeah, didn't call him. Kind of, uh, it predates a lot of like bizarre uh, meme culture. Anyway, but um, uh, at the same time as uh, you know, there is one smart thing which is constantly like you know, Ian Ziering character Finn keeps saying, "Let's go to the desert, get away from these sharks." Which, by the way. Weird to say, but he's like, well, hell, you know, like let's just get away from the ocean. I'm like, yeah, I it's mean, not a bad idea. It it is it is not a bad idea, but like, no one reacts to anything. So as the the waves come in and the the giant mass of sharks <laughs> comes up onto the beach, it eats the shit out of people. People lose limbs. They're getting their faces gnawed off. Somebody's junk probably got bit. It's hard to tell. It's really and the CGI is fucking terrible. Like it's just. <laughs> Just a, like Red Dwarf has better special effects than this crap. Um, and this like Red Dwarf 1992. <laughs> I think Dark Star might have had better special effects. Than Absolutely. This crap. Um, but like ever and and like people run off the beach and they're screaming and then like cut to the and so they cut to the inside of a bar. Now this is the bar owned by our main character whose nickname is Finn because why the fuck wouldn't it be named Finn? Him and Nova. I didn't even realize her name was Nova until I looked it up on Wikipedia. Yeah, I know. Um, That's supposed to be the, the writer was like, "I'm gonna make an uh, homage to Planet of the Apes." Or like, they made it well, okay. So they made a ton of homages in this film, and I'll get to them. Yeah. And most of them are in the mouth of Nova, actually, which is kind of yeah. weird. Um, anyway, so they're in the bar now. The most realistic thing about this movie is the fact that the bar people were like, "Ah, it's just a fucking hurricane. I ain't leaving my booze." And we're all on board with that because I'd want I'd rather be drinking than deal with it too. I, I kind of um, liked the guy who took his bar stool with him. I kind of liked that. Yeah, uh, he that, was one that, of the that, better characters. That just no, just that thing that he took <laughs> it with him amused me. Um, and he dies, you know, using it to save the dog. Um, which uh, why that anyway? Why look? The dog not. was the best actor in this film. The um, dog looked embarrassed. Yes, that's why the dog is the best actor in this film. It showed some kind of emotion other than dull surprise. Well, um, I mean, honest, the dog was probably paid, though, in, like, dollar-free <laughs> treats. I mean, it's not like they, they put a lot of money even in the uh, dog. They had a $2 million budget. Yeah, and half of you it could build You could build two McDonald's for that. You could. You could. So, anyway, so like I said, but, like, a bunch of people have just gotten horribly injured on the on the beach. And everyone's inside being like, yeah, that's, that's a thing. And the guy who and, and a guy who literally got bit real bad didn't go to the hospital or anything. Like, he there's no sense of time. They literally just slapped a few fucking Band-Aids on that shit and be like, walk it off, bitch. And it's like, what? And he's and, drinking. And he's drinking. He's like, ah, da, da, da. And so <laughs> the weather goes from, huh, there's a few gentle waves lapping the shore to, fucking tornado in like two seconds and i'm like that's not quite how weather works but i live in tennessee where the weather does change pretty fast but i'm like even for tennessee that's pretty fast yeah and then like <laughs> a bar floods and a shark comes in and eats people and then they shoot it and, and after rack and then, like in order to shoot the shark she racks the shotgun twice and i'm like i think you just wasted a shell because you don't understand how firearms work that's fine, I guess. I mean, and it looks cool fair... in Terminator No, too. no, no, no. Shotgun racking is for emphasis. They, em they emphasize everything. Emphasis. Every time she's on screen, all she can do is rack the fucking shotgun and then not use it. <laughs> anyway, so then the Ferris wheel, because there's a Ferris wheel for some reason. Don't ask me why. Um, 
the the wind picks up and the Ferris wheel rips off its hinges and, and rolls down the street and chases yeah, people. Yeah, that's all that stock footage I took from 1941. There's a but lot no, of but, there's but, a lot. But, but 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 and I wish to stress this. I want to say there is a straight through line from Sharknado to Prometheus. When something is rolling after you, run perpendicular. perpendicular. Oh, oh yes. I, I will say that uh, Prometheus is not a masterpiece. And by the way, I'm, it's funny you should bring that up because Damon Lindelof, who wrote the script for Prometheus, was the one of the big people tweeting about this movie when it came out, which caused <laughs> all of the hysteria about this movie. What a fucking hack! Anyway, he's like, "No, this is where we got the idea. This is where we got the idea." Oh no. I mean, I- I thought it was Will Wheaton who did this to us. Well, it was him and Will Wheaton were having a Twitter argument about this movie, and apparently Olivia Wilde also got in on, on the argument. I had to agree with Will Wheaton? Oh, no. That's the that's the key. The three of them were having an argument on Twitter about this movie, and, and for some reason, the actor Corey Monteith, who was on Glee, he commented on it, and then the next day he died from a heroin overdose, and that increased the awareness of it, so it's just all this like weird stuff that's happened. That's, and like, that's incredibly odd and also terrible. Yeah. Anyway, moving on yeah. to this bad that, movie, apart like, from, from the tragedy that it was happened. to overdose. Um, um, just so you know, you know, based it is private, but the numbers released on this thing is that they probably made somewhere in the neighborhood of fourteen million on this film. Of course they did. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, I remember. mean, anyway, so yeah, that's, a, that's a lot. The Ferris wheel breaks loose. Everyone's running around like idiots. Uh, the Ferris wheel crashes into a building, and then that's the last we see of it. Like that whole thing happens, and then we never hear about it again. Um, so blah, 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 tour Sharknadoes begin forming, or, or the streets are flooding and the stuff, and Finn has to go talk to his wife and get his kid, and then they introduce another kid halfway through it, and it gets all complicated. And yeah. stuff. Did, he not, he, did he not remember that he had the kid until, like, two-thirds of the way through the film? Oh, what, what I like the, is... The early conversations are like, wife, kid? And he's like, yeah, I have a kid. And then, oh, I have another kid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Wait, did you did you did you not read the script? Did you forget that there was another kid?" Hey, it's okay. It's in the script. Um, no, well, they, they, really they, they were writing that script every night before they oh, were. So, like, so there's this weird. So anyway, anyway, they everybody piles in, including the the random drunk guy. Like, it's our hero, his friend who was bitten by a shark, the employee who clearly has some sort of weird daddy crush on him, and the drunk guy. <laughs> With his stool that he takes with him in the car, because of course, why not? Like he just gets in. Like he's like, I guess I, I, I guess I'm with you guys now. I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, just, just, just standard film. Well, there, 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 if you look closely, though, there's nowhere that stool could be in like half the shots. Like <laughs> it's true, it's, but you it's, can... it's portable stool of of evaporation or something. You also see that he's like the first name character to die. Hmm. Like you can see a badge on his on his lapel. It says, I mean, and they and they say they're like no, and then they all get in the car and forget. <laughs> right? And it's like and like they they and, and he and he saves a dog, which is admirable. But that dog died two minutes later when the fucking flood came through and wiped out that entire street <laughs> and killed the dog and the owner and probably the and then George, which apparently his name was George. Like, no, the thing is, he leaves his stool behind, and that's why he dies, because he doesn't have his stool to fend off the shark that falls mouth first he on him. He did fend off, like, a couple of sharks with the stool. He does. He beats the shark with the stool. Um, 
off of like the a car or something. I forget. He he uses the stool effectively, but he leaves it by the car with the dog, and then he gets eaten because he didn't have his lucky stool. I really blame George for that. Anyway, can can, can we get a clip of Will saying he didn't have his lucky stool? Because taken <laughs> out of context, I just want that as a ringtone. Oh, I may I may put this. I may TikTok that one. So, <laughs> hooray! I'm going on TikTok. That's, Chinese government wait, will take wait, all we my have, data. We have TikTok. Apparently, we have. TikTok. Oh, I have a TikTok set up for this. Oh, oh, <laughs> the Chinese have already got my data. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So everyone's like, "No, not George!" And then they all get in the car and never hear. You never hear of George again. Like, nope. I'll admit, the actress playing Nova is trying to like bring some kind of emotion, but then she realizes she Mr. Q and runs into the car, and that's the last we care about George. Um, so they drive some more. There's a lot of driving, and it's really boring. Yeah, and by the way, driving, despite the fact there is a hurricane hitting L.A., roads are pretty open, pretty clean. Yeah, like no one's panicking. It's almost like they were driving down downtown L.A. and just sort of filming. Weird. Not probably downtown L.A. (laughs) They're driving like back back streets of L.A. It's almost like they're not actually driving through a rainstorm where there are sharks in the streets. Uh, Mm -hmm. They stop to save – no way. They they get they to the house. They go get his ex-wife they, and, and uh, daughter. Right. right. They go to get the ex-wife and daughter. There's a bit of a confrontation. They ask about the brother. He's like, oh, yeah, I have another kid. And the, everyone's just sort of confused. There's an asshole, but he doesn't even have much time to really develop into being kind of a dick before he gets eaten by a shark. Yeah, he has um, a dick haircut, too. It's like sequence where they're, they're, they're clearly beating up the shark's nose for to try to keep it from eating them. And... Nova is using the shotgun as a club, and I'm like, oh, she must be out of ammunition. But then later she shoots that shark to say, like six times, and I'm like, you had a much better shot when you were like right up in its grill. What the fuck, lady? Did you forget? Oh, and then she racks the shotgun again for no reason. Anyway, I'm not going to stop harping on that. So they all pile in the fucking car, and then they're driving along, and dude's like, I have to stop and save this random bus that looks completely abandoned. But when you open it up, there's 400 children in it. And Cousin Oliver. And Cousin Oliver. And he just happens to have fucking repelling gear because of fucking course he does. So that he repels off a fucking bridge. And on, and again, the the bus looks fine. <laughs> There's just well, like a little water on it. And it's not flooding that bad because the sun is out. And they're repelling down the thing. There's a whole thing where the kids go up the line one by one. And then the, 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 the Cousin Oliver bitches for a few minutes and then gets killed for... Gets killed completely randomly for no reason. Yeah, let's let's point out he gets killed because another sto- the storm picks up some of the letters off of the Hollywood sign and dro- throws them at all of it, and he he has he has the dumb line, and then suddenly it crashes on him. I mean, isn't and, that and, what happened to the actor in real life, though? Well, he basically that. Oh yeah, fun fact he <clears throat> he saw a poster. For this movie, when they're trying to raise funds for it, and he's like, "I want to be in this movie," so that's how why he's, that's why he's in it. He just wanted to be in it. He apparently worked for free. And well, I uh, mean, honestly, I probably would have worked for free. <laughs> yeah, and the CGI. If you look closely, when they yank some of the letters off of the Hollywood sign, it leaves all. It almost phonetically says Oliver on the side of the of the mountain. How very <laughs> clever of them. Anyway, so we get through a whole bunch of other bullshit. They arrive in a surprisingly calm airport. Like again. There's three fucking tornadoes. There's three fucking water spouts full of sharks hovering yeah, nearby. And, hitting, and, and, a, and on top of a hurricane hitting. And the wind outside the airport is like, or the air, the airstrip, whatever the fuck they are, the flight 
Academy or whatever the fuck it is, is like super calm. And again, it's sunny, but they've put this filter over it to make it look stormy and it looks real dumb. They go in, they're hunting around. Novomo shotguns all the stupid people who are dumb. They find Matt, who is apparently the son. Nova and Matt have like a thing where they're building. They, so they find a hardware store and build some explosives because they have a brilliant idea of, hey, let's blow up the tornadoes. That will stabilize them somehow. More people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a, I there's, really, I love I, that part. <laughs> oh, I, for, I, I forgot there was a completely optional police chase that was there to eat up time because they just play some stock footage of cops going by and like drive and, and don't forget to stop at a get at a liquor store and the guy starts going on a conspiracy rant about, sure like, why not there's a liquor store i don't they buy like right i guess because someone had to take a dump or something i forget why they stopped at the liquor store i don't care it's irrelevant to the plot it was after the car got the the roof got bit off by a shark. Sure, whatever. I don't care. Sharks attacked. Anyway, <clears throat> they get to the air thing, and Matt's like, "This this baby will fly." I'm like, "That's a helicopter that's like hardly hurt. It's dusted." And in hurricane force winds, helicopters don't do so well. In fact, most most flying vehicles we as a mankind have developed don't really operate too well in hurricane conditions. Also, with tornadoes. Whether or not they're full of sharks or not, does it matter? Yeah. Anyways, oh, um, there's there's two climactic events. The first one is Matt and Nova get in the helicopter to go throw dynamite at tornadoes. Oh my god, that was was. If only they had had nukes. Uh, is all I'm gonna say about that. Um, they climb in the thing. God, it's so dumb. Anyway, they throw... There's this overly elaborate bombing sequence where he's like, all right, turn on the valve, push the button for three seconds, strike, throw, explosions, really shitty CGI explosions. <laughs> and then there's a whole thing, like, they, so they blow up two of the tornadoes. Don't ask me how they blow up the tornadoes. There's other stuff going on at this point, but I'm just focusing on this plot for right now. They blow up two of the tornadoes, and then a shark latches on to one of the like landing skids, and Nova in her, in her oh god, she had a backstory, and she fucking referenced the shark, the 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 the, the um that famous speech by Quinn in uh by Quint from Jaws. Six people went in, one little girl came out, and I'm like, God fucking damn it! Stop reminding me of better films. All this does is make me hate you more. There's another thing. She, she does, there's another thing she does, but I kind of don't remember it. Where she also is referencing another f film, and I was like, "God damn it!" Anyway, I was so, waiting for this is my boomstick. I, I was. I got a lot about, of vibe of that. You get another Evil Dead tribute in a moment. So, so then she fucking. So she's like, "I fucking hate sharks," and she like jumps off the thing and like goes <laughs> and dives. Her whole body somehow goes inside the mouth of a shark. And I was like, ah, oh, that bitch is dead. And uh, she's dead. Then Matt, like, oh, no, Matt. He's like, no. And then he lands the helicopter kind of badly, like someone who maybe has only taken flight lessons for three months would have. I'm just saying. Um <laughs> It's got so, shark bed. You you know what? You well, you you go up in a helicopter and you land it after it's been bit by a shark. See okay. how easy it is. The shark loses. The shark loses that fight every time. It's a fucking shark. This thing is made of steel and flying. The shark is dying every moment it's up in the air. Anyway, 
My point is, there's another scene going on where, for some reason, there's an old folks home next to the <laughs> hardware store slash flight school, and they're in the pool because why wouldn't they be? And like, lady's like, "All right, everybody out of the pool. There's a fucking hurricane coming," but she's not very excited about it because I guess she didn't notice the filter was on, and I don't know. She's not very good. The old people kind of shuffle off, and I and like, I swear, all those old people are actor or like actors from a previous generation of Hollywood. Because I was like, I kind of recognize that guy, and I kind of recognize that guy, but I couldn't place it. Anyway, so one's in the pool, and our hero Finn like is like, get out of the pool, and like helps the old lady, and like throws her at her walker, and then pulls another dude out, and then he, in a fit of peak, I guess. Did I mention his car exploded randomly Wait. at one point? I forgot yeah. about that. There was a random Wait, car. No, the old folks' home is the one from Cocoon. Is it okay? <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, they all deserve to get eaten by sharks. Every goddamn last one of them. Anyway, so I forgot that there was a random car explosion where he's like, oh, no, the gas line. And then they all sort of like half-heartedly shuffle out of the car and then it explodes. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Um, he dumps a bu- He dumps like, I don't know, half an oil slick's worth of gasoline in a convenient container that was just sitting by the pool for some reason. I don't know why. Dumps it on the thing. There's sharks in the pool now because they're falling out of the sky because the tornadoes are getting dissipated. So all the sharks come down mouth first and he throws matches, lit matches into the pool where they would have gone out. But let's for the sake of and they set the pool on fire and then the pool fucking explodes. (laughs) And I'm like, the fuck? It's the cocoons. You didn't you didn't earn that shit movie. You don't get to be a madcap, goofy adventure where shit explodes for no reason. You didn't earn that shit. Anyway, <laughs> it's probably the cocoon. So anyway, anyway, so then he runs out to rescue Matt. And, oh, the British guy gets eaten in a stupid scene that doesn't mean anything. It's dumb. Um, Goes to get Matt. And then they're running to save. So I forget. There's a lot of running back out of the building that they should yeah, be taking shelter his, in. His, and then they his never, daughter, again, is stupidly ill, in danger. They never shut the fucking door either. Anyway, um, like the door is always open. I don't know what they think that's going to stop because it's not going to stop water or sharks. Anyway. <laughs> so Matt is like, no, Matt, no. And he runs out and he kind of rescues Matt. And he's like, we're going to end this thing. And he gets in the car that his buddy previously set up full of explosives, better explosives. I'm still yeah. trying to figure out why they didn't take the better explosives up with them in the first place. But who fucking cares? And then he nitro. There's a nitro button in this vehicle that has. Sp- oh, this vehicle has spikes on it for some reason, and a dude gets impaled on it for no reason that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, and and, and you know I'm making this sound a lot better than Chekhov's it actually is. Spikes, sir. Check yes. spikes. And I'm yeah, making this for, sound far I more think... exciting than it actually is because yeah. every sequence is full of padding and dullness it, and it, no emotion. It is a movie that's better in the summary than it is in the experience. I, I agree wholeheartedly. So anyway, yeah. he jumps this thing off a cliff into the Sharknado and explodes the Sharknado and then more sharks start coming down and he's like, I made it back. And his daughter's like, Daddy, no! And up to this point, she's basically hated his stupid bitch ass the entire movie. Then all of a sudden she discovers she loves him, I guess because Matt's not dead. I don't understand that whole relationship. It doesn't fucking matter. So he's running, and then a shark comes down, and he's like, oh, shit, it's going to eat my daughter. So he half-heartedly nudges her out of the way, and then with more power than fucking Michael Jordan, leaps his ass 
through a shark's mouth with a chainsaw. Yeah. And I was like, all right, so he's fucking dead. And then he, then the shark like lands and they, they vaguely linger on the CGI shark for a bit. And then they cut to a close up of the CGI shark, which then switches to a cheap rubber, like <laughs> balloon of a shark. And then a chainsaw, a, a crappy CGI chainsaw comes out of the shark and it looks really fucking stupid, right? Meanwhile, Matt's in the back are going, no, Nova's dead. Oh, it sucks. Anyway, so the chainsaw is cutting its way out of the shark in a long, drawn-out, boring sequence that sucks. And dude fucking <laughs> crawls his bloody dumbass out of it. And you're like, well, that's stupid. And then it gets even dumber because then he pulls the unconscious body of fucking Nova out of that same shark. I'm like, no, no movie. You didn't earn that shit. You don't get to have the weird, goofy coincidence that doesn't make any goddamn they sense. They didn't even they didn't even put like a visual identifier on the no, shark to like let you to reward shark. you. Like they could have been like, it's the tiger shark. You know, they could have yeah. done something. Like, yeah. oh, that's the shark that ate Nova. Screw you, bastard. You know, or whatever. No, they didn't. So she just yeah. flops out of the I thing. Nova in the shark, and somehow she's you know like. Give her a quick little bit of like resuscitation and she's fine. Yeah, like, Matt's like, I'll give you CPR. And then he doesn't. He's like sort of vaguely <laughs> gestures at her chest and then he's like, breathe, and just kisses her. And I'm like, it's not fucking Snow White, asshole. Anyway. And then, and then, so the mom, who's up to this point been kind of a wet noodle, like she's kind of like, you're a dick. And he's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, whatever. And like sulks in the corner for 90% of the film. This, this is where there's a, a line to Machete, though, because. Up until like the whole like helicopter piece, and I was a little, un- I was like, Dad's gonna end up with uh, Nova, and like his ex-wife's gonna get eaten by a shark. And then they were just like, No, your dad's gonna go. It, it, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, and then like Tara Reed kisses the dude after. Like I, I admit, I appreciated that she took the time to wipe his lips of shark blood. <laughs> Like that was a good thing, and like the, the and like the brothers like I'm gonna hook up with Nova because she's she really hates sharks. <laughs> like that's her characterization is I fucking hate sharks. Also, I racked my it. shotgun, and then she racks yep. a shotgun for no reason. I didn't understand that part at the end. I'm not a, at this point. I started thinking I was having hallucinations, and I'm pretty sure at one point another shark showed up, but I can't remember. So, I might have been uh, drunk. Uh, a, di- a digression. Uh, I of course to check to see if it was the same set as Cocoon, and there is no direct evidence of that. Although it's funny to me, um, I googled Cocoon, and I found out one: don't Google movies from like the '80s because it makes you feel old already. And then I found out that Wilford Brimley was younger than me at the time of that movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, funny thing about Wilford Brimley: he was born 45 years old. <laughs> Um, diabetes, you kept him at like it has. He's so you you, you uh, just made this film sound amazing. You know that, like I know that's the thing. People are going to go see it, and they're going to be bored. They're going to be like, "God damn this!" And like this movie, this movie was sixty minutes long. It probably would have been a lot better, honestly. The fact that they somehow like, how do you? This is a movie where a lot of things happened, right? I went through a whole bunch of events. And they could have theoretically all been amazingly stupid or stupidly amazing. Only at the very end does that happen. And that's when he chainsaws his way out of the shark. And I, and I think I said fucking bullshit. But um, 
Well, they had to throw an homage to Reign of Fire. That was the... Uh, they threw, they, like I said, they kept, it, this movie kept reminding me of films that are way better than this fucking movie. And, like, I think George is wearing the outfit the dude wears from... Ah, um, uh, fuck, the movie... You know... The Big Lebowski? That, thank you, God. Uh, <laughs> well, that's because Tara Reid was also in The Big Lebowski. So, so I think he's wearing that outfit... Tara Reid is actually very understated and boring in this. Like I was sort of expecting. Yeah, I was, I was, I was wanting more out of her. Yeah. And well, like, I mean, once again, you were talking Tara Reid. Nobody's emotion. Everyone's emotions are like Tara Reid has actually more emotional range than the, the uh, Ian Ziering in this. Ian Ziering just looks dull. Like he looks bored. He looks. He looks bored. He looks like he's he, phoning it in and until the very end. Like, at the very end, you kind of see him crack a little smile because he's chuckling about crawling out of the shark guts. But, like, up until that point, he's been like, no. Yeah. It's yeah, so but, boring. So, I mean, so, he's, so, he's probably – he finally finally got confirmation the check cleared. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Guessing game time, guys. According to The Hollywood Reporter – how many confirmed casualties were there in Sharknado? Oh, about 12. I'm going to, um, confirms complicated. I'm going to go, uh, 13. 16 confirmed deaths. Okay, yeah, so- surprisingly few. Like, oh, and like, God help you if you were an assistant at the fucking flight school because your death was inevitable. Like, people <laughs> die randomly. Like, they're not, they're just like standing yeah, around and then the a shark fucking falls on them and you're like, well, that added nothing to this movie. And then, well, like, I know I just made this film say, seem fucking amazing. And if I was high or drunk, I think it would be because you could kind of zone out during the really boring parts. But when you're sober, this movie is boring. Like, I mean, there's this stuff on, when it's on TV, you can go to the bathroom. You know, you, I mean, you know, there's there's commercial breaks. That's kind of the thing. If you're, if you're not watching without those, I you got to deal with that. I swear at least half the film was shot in, in, the, in, in a car interior set. That is being sprayed with a hose. Like, oh, it, definitely. It is so fucking boring. Like, I like the the repelling scene is supposed to be exciting, but honestly, it's just kind of dull. It's like, wow, they're getting the kids up, and I was like, get on with it. Where's the fucking shark? Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, they got a stunt guy to do one pretty cool stunt, and for some reason, the shark could climb up the rope. Oh, that 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 actually that part was sort of kind of fun. It's like, oh, the shark bit the rope. Ah, it's funny. Yeah. Wait, what? Why wasn't he doing that before when the, the tasty children were on it? Like, did the sharks just decide that they weren't? Del- oh, we don't eat kids. We got standards. The fuck? Also, what happened to that ambulance? Did that ambulance just get completely fucked when everything exploded? Because, like, it's just sitting there. It doesn't yeah, they put like, all the kids in one ambulance. Yeah, we're like, all right, these guys will take you away. First of all, that ambulance holds, like, 40 kids at this point. So they're packed in there like fucking sardines. Ha uh-huh. ha. Guess that makes sense because Sharknado. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then it just sits there and like it doesn't go. They're like, "We'll get you to safety." And then like the fucking wind picks up and the thing is still there. Like it hasn't left. No one's taking the kids anywhere. They're just now instead of being in a bus, they're in an ambulance in the middle and of a hurricane. Hurricanes don't hit Los Angeles. Like, it's like, like what the fuck? Like it just, just so many little details that make me angry. Like again. So many scenes of like the sun is out and like they, and one t- there is one scene and I can't remember exactly where it is but they're like running or something and they forgot to put the like storm filter on so it's just a bright sunny day yeah. in Los Angeles that they're yeah. ah <laughs> it's really dumb oh there's multiple times where it's just 
completely sunny and dry. I'm like, where's all the water coming from? And then, like, one time they tried to lampshade it. They're like, oh, at least the storm calmed down. I'm like, no, it fucking didn't. It's just not a storm here. You're in a liquor store. No one's panicking. <laughs> like, at this point, there's like 47 casualties down the block, and everyone here is just like, yep, okay. gotta buy me some smoke. I, I want to believe that a South LA liquor store would just be doing business as usual in the middle of the Sharknado, and that feels real to me. <laughs> oh, I agree with you about that. I, it's, the whole thing is just like, why? It's like, where is everybody in LA? <laughs> it's like, never thought it'd be sharks. Are, like, and I'm like, you know what? I didn't either, buddy. So, so when they get to the other mo- like yeah, I'll go ahead and point out when we get to the other Sharknado moves, they they intentionally pick spots where the lots of people like in one of them there they uh, a Sharknado's going to hit a, a the uh, Daytona Speedway during this Coca Cola 600. So one they can have a bunch of like a racer, your famous racers make cameras, but two you can have like sock footage of the t- of it trying to hit the uh, you know hit everyone in the stands. So will. will. He yeah. just said when we get to the rest of the Sharknado movies, Will. Okay, we're at the rest of So I've seen the second one. I've seen the second one of these. Not recently. I saw it, like, when it came out. Um, so I will say this about the second Sharknado movie. It's a lot more fun than this one because they don't yeah. – they, they stopped fucking caring. Like, they didn't care in this film, but they really just said, lean the fuck in on this shit. In that movie, Tara Reid gets her hand bit off at the beginning of the movie, and later on she comes back with it with a fucking circular saw in its place in an, in an homage to, to Army of Darkness, and it's fucking great. Like, it is legit amazing. Yeah, and it's got some bizarre cameras, like Jared from Subway. Just, well, that didn't end well. But there's all kinds <laughs> yeah, like, of... Yeah, was bad for that they one. Basically, yeah. They crank all the goofiness up to 11, and it actually works a lot better in the set. I haven't seen the rest of them. I didn't even realize there were four more. Yeah, uh, but, in the third, in, yeah. At one point, like he goes to Washington D.C. to meet the president. Mark Cuban plays the president. Sure, why the fuck not? You know, I don't care. Yeah. Anyway, the the second one I think is is what the first one should have been. Honestly, yeah. so these movies, there is a genre of movies of the self aware, high jinky monster movie. I mean, you've got. You've got your man, you know, there's also the low budget sci-fi action film. So this is sort of the combination of the two. You've got your man mosquitoes and your ticks and your eight-legged freak. And eight-legged freaks is a much underappreciated film that is way better than this one at being what this movie wants to be. Tremors, exactly. like there's a bill. Tremors is a legit good movie. I'll just say that because it's got no. decent special effects. Um, and it's got the ultimate Kevin Bacon. I'm certainly far no. more entertained by I am far more entertained by Tremors than I was by this movie. Well, um, okay, maybe. Like from yeah. an entertainment standpoint, like from a quality filmmaking, I think it has better one-liners. The characters make more sense. They're at least people can fucking emote, and people get upset when people <laughs> yeah. fucking die. Tremors um, <laughs> got the dad from Family Ties as a gun nut, and, and he's great, him. and everyone should worship him for yeah. It was married him. to uh, Reba McIntyre, I mean, and who like, wouldn't want to be married to Reba McIntyre, who's holding a shotgun? At least she knows when to rack it. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. So moving on. So we finished the shark news, but like snakes on a plane is again a better version of this because it just fucking leans in. Like in that movie, the bad guys like this is a stupid plan. But I really don't have a better one, so I guess this is what I'm going with. And the special effects are just as bad, but they just lean into that ridiculous goofiness. And everyone everyone is taking it seriously, and no one is taking it seriously. Because Samuel L. Jackson can make anything seem awesome. And honestly, when he's like, I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking plane, 
you can tell he is just having a goddamn ball. And everyone, he has the greatest like a, we are going to not turn on each other. Come. That's that's Deep Blue Sea, man. That's Deep Blue Sea. That's also a good movie. Um, yeah, that's the point. It's like if you have the right actor who knows exactly what they're supposed to do, you get this. In this case, these actors kind of, I think, knew what they were supposed to do, but they were not instructed one way or the other to pl- play it up or play it down until I think when Ian Ziering's like, I get to jump into the shark while holding a chainsaw. A- yeah. <laughs> okay. I-, I know what I'm supposed to do now. Like, right. I- and like, and honestly, but- Cousin Oliver is the only person who looks like he's having a good time. <laughs> Everyone else looks okay. like they're just suffering. More googling during the sh- the podcast. He not only loved this so much, he had to be in it. He like tried to hook up the direction with it, and he composed the theme. If, if the Sharknado theme is is it's definitely a theme. Um, <laughs> uh, so when you get to Sharknado four, Sharknado the fourth <laughs> awakens. Uh, they I, actually. They, the, the commercials, they would say, Sharknado, Sharknado, Sharknado. Sure, to... I'm sure. You know what? I don't fucking care. I, I remember seeing ads for Sharknado 3, which was called, and I quote you, oh, hell no. And I think that's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not watching that shit. The second one was fun, but let it die, guys. <laughs> oh, when you get to the sixth one, yeah, at one point when in the fifth one, they find out there's a shark god, and that's why they're Sharknado. Sure. Why the fuck would there not be a shark in, god? And the, the temple's under Stonehenge. And then Why the, would it be under... So that doesn't make any... Go- you know what? I'm not going to analyze that. I'm not going to we'll analyze get, it. When we get to that one, Will, when we get to that one. Right, and then the, the final one, Bruce will love the last one. The last one, uh, they go back... They find a time machine to go back in time to destroy the temple when it's first created so there will not be anything, but they have to jump back and forth in time to stop different shark natives. Like, they go to ain't. They go to medieval times and they meet Neil deGrasse Tyson as Merlin. They go to colonial America and Ben Stein is um, um, Alexander Hamilton. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, so they. That would have improved Dr. Hamilton. What? No. <laughs> if a Sharknado had come through on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. So Sharknado, a movie that did not lean in hard enough. Honestly, I mean, again, no one looks like they're having fun except for the drunk guy with his stool and the cousin fun, Oliver. Yeah. Those guys were having a good time. No one else. They, know, they got their. They got paying cash up front. And I <laughs> just wanted to call out my attention: the first five minutes of the movie, or, or the the first casualty of like a person that's clearly going to be theoretically around, like. Did they just have, like, did the actress call in sick and so they killed her off ignominiously? Because there was the whole flirty surf challenge thing that had, like, the most emotion in the film up to that point. And she just dies and they don't even dignify, like, with a name or, like, anything. And and they're all drinking and they don't say a word about her being dead. No, they don't say a word about anybody. So many people had lost limbs, lost lives. She was but one of many victims. And, like, and not even... God's homage at the beginning with the... Uh, the random girl getting eaten by the shark. You know, it's like, that's, that's intentional. I mean, the part of the problem is like, there are these intentional, you know, they're like, we know it's a stupid idea. Let's throw something funny in here. Yeah. But they, they, they didn't do enough of that and they didn't do it hard. They didn't go hard enough. Yeah. They just, you didn't. Know. and <laughs> do I hate this movie? I don't hate this movie, even though I bitched about it for 20 minutes. I'm like, it exists. I didn't pay money oh, to see more it. than 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 49, 29 and counting. Will. <laughs> yeah. 
Shut your hole. Anyway. And you made it sound good. That's what comes with. Someone out there is going to listen to this, and they're going to be like, because you're even saying, no, no, it's really bad, they're going to be like, oh, no, it's really good. I'm going to be like, oh, this is goddamn amazing. They're going to see it, and they're going to be just as disappointed as I was. And And thus, I have increased suffering. It's free on YouTube. It's it's on Shutter as well. You can find the... the, There's no... For the love of shit, do not pay money to see this one, or any of them, ever. (laughs) <laughs> ever so i think we should wrap it up because i'm clearly yeah. i've had feelings about uh, this goddamn movie and i need to get on with my life yeah guys so is this a good movie a bad movie or a nerdy movie? Start <laughs> with, uh, will what are you going with oh i think this was a giant pile of shit anyway now it is not the worst movie we've reviewed would no. i rather watch this or snowpiercer again Ooh. That's a tough fucking call, y'all. Ooh. Tough fucking call. It's in the, it's in the, it's question, in the boat. I'd rather watch Wild Wild West or this. Oh, I'd rather watch this than Wild Wild West. Yeah, this is um, better than Wild Wild West. This is better than Wild Wild West. So when I say this is a horrible piece of shit, it comes from a place of love. Um, I, I really just think this movie's major flaw is it did not go fucking hard enough. The second movie is a better film because it just gives up on anything resembling sense and just goes fucking hard. Yeah. That's what this movie yeah. needed, and it's a bad movie because it didn't. And and again, it's bad because it's boring. It's really, really boring in places. Yeah, this one is not considered comedy. The rest, they literally have uh, sci-fi advertises as a comedy, science fiction, horror. Before, I mean, this was like the only one where they weren't like, even though they knew, and they didn't expect it to be a hit. It just like I said, it became a thing because you know. People were aren't talking about it on Twitter that were famous. So that's the thing about this. Uh, Sharktopus is way better. Yeah. Uh, I am unfortunately going to have to go with bad. And I just want to say uh, I did honor your request, Jeff. And I saw this movie. I gave it a chance. But it is a bad film. Yeah. And I also <laughs> give this a bad. It's 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 almost in the so bad it's good. But it, I don't want to give it nerdy because ironically the nerdier ones are what are what follow so this is right. this is the bad saying sharknado is bad is kind of lazy but that's the correct answer for this for this movie it's a sci-fi channel original it's you know uh an instant you know like you had to be around in 2013 to understand why everyone was talking about this movie it was just one of those uh, years uh, so folks uh i hope you enjoyed this podcast please hit us up on our our, our our Twitter account, Good Bad Nerdy Movie Pod, and on Facebook, fans, Good Bad Nerdy Movie Podcast. Once again, uh, like once again, pay tribute to our fa- our friend Jeff. You're a great fan. Uh, we uh, we hope your family appreciates us doing this, and uh, we uh, definitely you know anytime if somebody requests a movie, just let us know. We'll be happy to you know if it's if it's doable, we'll do it. You know, I'm not going to try to hunt down the day the clown cried, but if it's a film we can do, I will try to take a request. Oh, oh, I know this already, Tom. I know you. We're going to be doing the rest of these. I mean, eventually. I, but... sorry, be... I know what our Christmas theme is going to be this year, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, let's save that for <laughs> it's January. We, we have some time to recuperate. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, thanks for listening. And please, 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 if you're going to uh, ride out a Sharknado, just don't open your windows. By the way, I'm not a stripper. You sure? Also, if you are going to watch this, because I made it sound awesome, get some friends, get a whole bunch of liquor, and just yeah. make fun of it. it don't, watch this thing. Don't, don't watch this cold, cold sober. It's probably right. way better. If friends don't let friends 